This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 406. Steps to Stop Being Codependent and Assumptions and How They Hurt Relationships by Lisa Merlot Booth of lisamerlobooth.com. Happy Monday and a happy new week. I'm Joss Marie, and I'm here every Monday through Friday to narrate to you from a variety of relationship blogs in hopes of optimizing your relationships. Today, I'll actually be narrating two posts from Lisa Merlot Booth on how to maintain healthy relationships. So with that, let's get right into Lisa's health relationship posts and start optimizing your life. Steps to Stop Being Codependent by Lisa Merlot Booth of lisamerlobooth.com Although it's great to have insight into what codependence looks like, it's even more important to be able to stop codependent behaviors. Here are several tips to stop codependency. Keep in mind that it is often helpful to seek out professional help to assist you on this journey of healing from codependency. Tips to jumpstart your journey away from codependency. Number one, control your own behavior and stop trying to control the actions and behaviors of others. Don't tell others what to do and how to do it, or tweak what they've done because they didn't do it as you would do it. Number two, pay attention to your anxiety and manage your anxiety rather than trying to manage the world. Number three, get conscious of your critical lens and how that plays out in your life and in the lives of those around you. Stop the critiques, analyzing, and fixing of others. Number four, work on your self-esteem. Do not look to others to make you feel as though you are okay. Healthy self-esteem comes from the inside out, not the outside in. Things outside yourself, such as romantic attention, material things, or performance, may feel good, make your life easier, or be enjoyable, but they do not make you worthy. You're already worthy. Even when someone is angry with you, has an affair on you, or tells you you're a terrible person. Number five, use your boundaries. Know what's about you and what's not about you. If you don't have any boundaries, then work on getting boundaries. Read about them in Pia Melody's The Intimacy Factor. Seek professional help to learn about them. Practice them every day and get really conscious about what's about you and what's not about you. Number six, stop blaming others for your upsets. Know that other people's actions cannot make you angry, hurt, and reactive or fall apart. Only you have control of what you think, feel, or do. Number seven, Allow others to feel the consequences of their actions and stop enabling, defending, or excusing their behaviors. If you make it easy for them to continue doing what they're doing, they will continue doing it. For example, if your partner's an alcoholic and you buy them alcohol, clean up their messes, or call their boss to say they can't go to work, you make it easy for them to drink. Number eight, have humility. Remember that your right way is not the only right way to do things. Stop trying to get perfection from yourself or others and learn to let go. Number nine, change your lens. Purposefully begin to focus only on the positives. Pay attention to what your children, partners, coworkers, and so on do right. You have to readjust your lens. It's skewed. And number 10, get help. Codependency often is a product of childhood and takes hard work to get past. Do yourself and your family a favor and be committed to working it. When people struggle with codependency, they take the world on their shoulders and it is way too heavy of a weight to carry. Learn to let go. 
learn to breathe, step back, and allow others to do things their way. If you need to set a limit, do so. However, don't confuse the need to set a limit with your need for perfection. Stop constantly telling others where they're off and instead only look at you. Decide what you can and cannot do and stop micromanaging the world. That is an impossible feat that will forever leave you frustrated and unsatisfied. Challenge. Learn to love yourself for who you are and let go of trying to get that from other people. Pay attention to all the micromanaging you do and choose one thing at a time to stop managing. Deal with the anxiety that comes up as a result and breathe through it. You will be okay. Assumptions and How They Hurt Relationships by Lisa Merlot Booth of lisamerlobooth.com People make assumptions about other people all the time. We assume we know what others are really thinking, why they're doing the things they're doing, and what they really mean rather than what they say they mean. The problem with making assumptions is that we almost always assume the negative. Too often we jump to a conclusion that is not only wrong, but also often hurtful. For example, if our children are not responding to us, we quickly assume that they're rude and disrespectful. If our partner is quiet and sullen, we assume they're mad at us, relationally inept, or impossible to talk with. If a parent gives us feedback, we assume it's because all they see in us is the negative. Seldom do we assume positive intentions. In everyday life, we make assumptions all the time about other people. Although there may be times when our assumptions are correct, the reality is that more often than not, they are incorrect and strongly negatively slanted. For example, my friend Steve told me about a time when his child was gushing blood from his head and needed to get to the hospital fast. Steve got his son in the car and went as fast as he could to the hospital. On the way, he had to pass a car going incredibly slowly. The driver of the other car proceeded to honk, give my friend the finger, and yell a few choice words at him. Steve felt bad that the guy was so mad and wished you could tell him why he had to get in front of him. I remember thinking at the time about all the cars I've been annoyed with that I assumed were just obnoxious people driving selfishly. Hmm. While I'm sure not all of them were driving a loved one to the hospital, I don't know how many were caught in a bad day, were afraid of losing their jobs, just found out their partner had an affair, and on and on. When it comes to the behaviors of others, remember that you truly do not know what's going on in their head, even when you are sure you do. If you're assuming something about someone in your life, at least give him or her the courtesy of checking out your assumptions. The worst that can happen is that they can tell you you're right, in which case it's no longer an assumption, but a fact. Know that when it comes to interpreting or assuming why others are doing what they're doing, our lens is clouded. Our assumptions are highly negatively skewed, and that negative slant greatly hurts our relationships. Sometimes the behavior of others just simply isn't about us. Make room for a different story and check it out with the other person you may just be pleasantly surprised. Challenge. Watch the assumptions, interpretations, and meanings you give to the actions of others. Instead of assuming, check your assumptions out by asking the person directly what they meant, why they did what they did, and so on. This one move could save you a lot of hurt. You just listened to the post titled, Steps to Stop Being Codependent and Assumptions and How They Hurt Relationships, both by Lisa Merlo Booth of lisamerlobooth.com. Lisa makes so many insightful points in these two posts. Working on self-esteem and boundaries are big changes. 
So remember to take it slowly and one step at a time. More importantly, the best time to start making the small changes is right here and right now. As Lisa says, we shouldn't try to micromanage everything in our lives as it'll only leave us feeling frustrated and dissatisfied. And when it comes to other people, we are being kind and loving when we don't make highly skewed and negative assumptions about them first. I've learned a lot from these posts on how to create healthy relationships. I hope you have as well. And with that, have a great start to your week, and I'll see you again tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.